Are you glad you came to the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. Let's try that again. Are you glad you came to the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. My lovely wife is bringing me a tissue. Ain't she so sweet? Y'all get the privilege of seeing me ugly cry this morning. I don't normally ugly cry, but can I tell you that knowing that God loves us, is, it's worth the ugly cry. Amen. It's worth shedding a tear. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to bring God's word to you this morning. Uh, Brad has done a tremendous, tremendous job over the last several weeks. Man, I'm so thankful for him. But him and his wife were able to get away this weekend and uh, go on vacation. So uh, he asked me about a month ago, uh, to bring God's word to you this morning. Uh, so I hope you are not that disappointed. Hey man, if you came to see Brad, don't leave, don't hurt my feelings. It is Father's Day. So you just hang around just a little bit longer and we'll, we'll get you out of here. But uh, excited about God's word. Thank you, Praising. Thank you, Carson. Uh, you guys, man, practice Friday night um, for two and a half, three hours. And uh, just uh, thankful for your desire to worship uh, and, and enter, uh, seek the presence of God. Amen. That's what it's all about. Amen. That's what it's all about is, is worshiping our Father. Uh, but if you would, turn your Bibles this morning to 1 John. 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, starting in verse number 7. If you did not bring your Bibles, that's okay. Uh, you can look with us up on the screen. 1 John chapter 4, verse number 7. It says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, I love you. <laughs> Dear friends, let us continue to love one another. For love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God. For God is, is love. Verse number nine. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through, through him. This love, this is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Verse number 11, dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. Verse 13, and God has not given us his spirit or God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the father sent his son to be the savior of the world. Verse 15, all who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in, in them. This morning, I want to look at the subject of loving one another. Will you join me as I pray? God, I just thank you so much, God, for the opportunity just to read your word. God, and I pray today, God, you pierce the hearts of your people. God, may it not be what I say, God, but it be what your word says. God, we thank you so much for the word. 
In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Loving one another. If you grabbed a handout on the back side of your bulletin, it will read something like this. Love is a word that is so often used in today's world. We all have many things that we love in this life, whether it is loving something material, whether it is loving our favorite food, loving our favorite sports teams, loving a friend, loving our children, loving our spouse, or even loving Christian brothers and sisters. Even though we may know what love is, it is always better to get God's perspective. Many times throughout Scripture, God gives us His thoughts on love. Church, God not only calls us to love, but He commands us throughout Scripture to love Him and love one another. Loving one another is mentioned in the earlier chapters of 1 John, but in our passage today, John gets down to the very foundation of God's, God's love. And your handout reads also that I believe there are three foundational truths in our passage today that John gives us to help us understand why we should truly love one another as believers in Jesus Christ. Are you a believer in Christ this morning? Amen. So the first truth I want to look at in your handout that we find this morning is in why we should love one another is number one, God's very nature is love. Would you agree with me this morning? God's very nature is love. The first truth I want to look at in our passage is that God's very nature is love. I want us to understand that that has everything to do with us being able to love one another. Amen. God's very nature is love. It has everything to do with us being able to show love to one another. If you don't believe me, let's look at verse number seven. First, John says, let us continue to love one another. So the main point John is trying to, to make is that we should love one another as believers in Jesus Christ. Church, whether we believe it or not, loving one another is a commandment that God gives us. John 13, 34 and 35, Jesus says, a new command that I give you, love one another as I have loved you so that you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Matthew 22, 37 and 39, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as, as yourself. As believers in Jesus Christ, church, whether we like it or not, we must love one another. John says, let us continue to love one another, but he goes on to say, for love comes from God. Listen to this, John says, anyone who loves is a child of God and he knows God. Church, I want us to understand this morning, the only way that we are able to love others as God has called us to love is that we know God. And I believe John is not talking about a, a head knowledge. Listen, there's a lot of folks that have a lot of head knowledge of God, but I think John here is talking about in knowing God is a, is a heart knowledge. Amen. It's a true change of, of heart. I believe John is telling us to know God is to have a relationship with him. Amen. Listen, I loved my wife before I married her. But since I've been married to her, next Sunday we will, we will celebrate 11 years of marriage. Listen, I've learned and got to know her more and I understand we have a relationship so I love her even more. I knew her before, but I love her even more now. Listen, to know God is to have a relationship with, with Him. The very nature of God is, 
is love. When we, extra, or when we experience salvation through Jesus Christ, the God of love lives in us through the Holy Spirit, and we will truly love, love others. Listen, we live in society today that finds every reason not to love somebody. Amen? Listen, we live in a society today that finds every reason not to love someone. Whether it be the color of their skin, whether it be people have done you wrong, whether it be people don't live up to your standards, we try to find every reason not to love somebody in the world that we live in. Listen, whether it be their political party, amen? Whether it be the denomination that they're a part of or their church, whether it be they don't look like us or they don't dress like me or talk like me, we live in a society that tries to find every reason not to love somebody. We live in a country today, church, that's divided. Surprise? We live in a country today that is divided. We live in a country today that is, is full of hatred and, and racism. And I believe we live in a country, we live in a society that is in, in need of some true change, amen? is in need of some true change, but we must understand the only thing that will change this country, the only thing that will change the society we live in is if they know God. Amen. The only thing, listen, there's no law, there's no thing that can be passed that can change a man's heart, but the only way that we as a society learn to love one another is if we truly know God. Amen. John Gray, I kind of just quoted what what he has said, but John Gray is a pastor of Redemption Church and a comment that he made, he said, there's no law or legislative that will change a man's heart, but it's only the Holy Spirit that can change the way a man loves. I want us to understand this morning, a person who knows God and has been born of God will respond to God's nature. God's very nature is love. If you are a believer in Christ this morning, loving one another, listen to this, loving one another will not be a forced response, but church, it will be a natural response. I'm going to read that again. Loving one another will not be a forced response when we truly know God, but church, it will be a natural, natural response. No matter where they come from or who they are, whether they like you or, or not. If you are here this morning, listen to my voice this morning. If you are here sitting in a chair this morning and you have stepped into a relationship with Jesus Christ, you must realize what John is telling us this morning. The very nature of God is love. Therefore, we should love one another. John says, continue to love one another for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and he knows God. And in verse number eight, he says it, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is, is love. For anyone that does not love does not know God. I want to ask you this morning, do you truly, do you truly know God? Do you truly know God? God, not can you love or do you love or, or do you know how to love, but do you truly know God? Because if we truly know God, we've experienced his love and that love will be shown to ones around us. If I was to end the service right now, some of y'all be happy. We ain't gonna go there. But if I was to end it right now, <laughs> that was just a joke. If I was to end it right now, and I was asking you to examine your heart. 
Could you really say that you knew God? Do you truly know God? Not have you gone to church your whole life? Not have you read the whole Bible? Not if you're smarter than somebody else about the Bible? Not do you think you know God, but do you truly know God? Have you truly stepped into a relationship with Jesus Christ? Because if we know God, if we have been born of God, John is telling us that we must love one another. Listen, it is a sign that we know God. It is a sign. It is evidence that we have been born again. God's very nature is love. And when we know him, church, I believe that we will love like him. When we know him, I believe scripture, I'm not just saying that, scripture backs it up. If we know God, then we will love like, like God. I don't know about you, but when I leave this earth, Mr. Frankie, I want to be known for somebody that loved the ones around me. When I leave this earth, I want to be known, Mr. Steve, for somebody that, that shared the love of Christ to the ones around me. Listen to me, church. People make me mad. Amen? Anybody ever made you mad? Yeah. People make me mad. Listen, people do me wrong. People hurt my feelings. Listen to me. Christians have made me mad. Christians have, have done me wrong. Check this out. Christians hurt my feelings. Have you ever had a Christian hurt your feelings? It happens. We're human. We're fleshly. But through it all, listen, through it all, through everything, through all the people that do me wrong, through all the people that, 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 that make me mad, that hurt my feelings, I must remember who lives inside of, of me. And the God that lives inside of me is the God of, of love. Church, I believe if we read what John is writing in our passage today and we examine our own lives, honestly examine our own lives, it will determine whether we really know God or not. Amen? I read this week in a book that a person cannot love God adequately without being born again. Nor can a person truly love others apart from God's love. Those who demonstrate godly love prove that they are saved. Loving one another is proof that you know God. Warren Wiersbe said, a person who claims he knows God must be personally affected by the relationship. Can I tell you this morning, if, you've had, if you have encountered into a relationship with Jesus Christ, it will change your life. Amen? Amen? Listen, your same routine will change. The way you think will change. Your heart will change. If you have had a true encounter with Jesus Christ, I'm not talking about coming to the altar and praying a prayer, but I'm talking about a true salvation experience with Jesus Christ. It will change your life. It will mess you up. Amen? Listen, and if you've experienced that, you know what I'm talking about. A Christian ought to become what God is, and God is love. Warren Wiersbe went on to say, to argue otherwise is to prove that one does not really know God. To argue otherwise is to prove that one really does not know God. The nature of God is love, and a person who knows God and has been born of God will respond to God's nature. God's very nature is, is love. Not only is his nature love, but God gives us an example 
of his great love, which leads me to point number two this morning in your handout. God's love is not, it's not hidden. God's love is not hidden. The second foundational truth that I think John speaks about in this passage and he gives us to help us understand why we should love one another is God's love is not, it's not hidden. Look with me at verse number nine and I'll share with you what I mean by that. John says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world that we might have eternal life through him. Aren't you thankful for that this morning? Amen. Aren't you, aren't you thankful for that? Not only does scripture tell us of God's love, not only does God speak of his love, but God demonstrated his love through Jesus Christ. God did not hide it. He did not keep it to himself, but he put his love into action for the whole world to see. A familiar verse that reminds us of the love of Christ as Brad actually read it a couple weeks ago is John 3 16 it's a verse that we all learn when we're two and three years old but it said for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal eternal life church can I tell you that true love is never static and inactive y'all hear me this morning True love is not static and it is not inactive. Love is an action and God put his love into action so that we may have life through, through him. Daniel Aiken said, it is one thing to talk about love, it's something else to show love. It's one thing to talk about love, it's something else to show love. God is not, he said, God is not a, a talking God, but he is an acting God. He is a doing God and he is a, a serving God. Aiken said the good news of the gospel provides proof that God is a loving God. Church, he said we are loved and will always be loved by God who is love and who pours that love into our lives. God sent his son Jesus for you and for for me. John said in verse number nine, God shows how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. Listen to this. John goes on to say in verse number 10, this is real, real love. Church, I feel as, as sometimes the world has this made up idea of what love really is. The world has this made up idea of, of what love truly, truly is. But if you want the true meaning of love, I believe John is helping us understand that there is no better place to look than God himself. Amen. There's no other place to look but God himself if we want to see an example of true, true love. John reminds us that God is love and John reminds us that he proved his love when he sent Jesus to die in place of our sins. Romans 5 and 8, Paul, Paul says God proved his own love for us. And while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That, my friends, is, is true love. That is, that is true, true love. Love is not hidden, but it was put into action. If we were to go back and read John, 1 John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3, verse number 18, John says, Dear children, let us not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our, our actions. 1 John chapter 3, verse 18. 
Dear children, let us not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Church, it's so easy to tell somebody that you love them. So easy. I tell my wife every day that I love her. Tell you a little funny story. I got a nephew, and I hope he'll go back and watch this. I'll make sure I tell his mom, my sister. But he will not tell you that he loves you. He, he won't do it. Yesterday, they were all at the house, and I went through every kid. Hannah, I love you. She'd say, love you, Daddy. Skylar, I love you. Even Finley. I don't know if Finley's here this morning, but Finley was there. And I'd say, Finley, I love you. I'd get to him. I'd say, I love you. He'd say, okay. <laughs> to him, it's not easy. But to most people, it's, it's very easy to say, I love you. And I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like as a world, even as a church, we throw that word out too easy and not really understanding what that word is. It's almost, if we don't act in the way that God calls us to love, I believe it's almost, I don't know if I can back this up biblically, but it's almost disrespect to God. We are called to love the way God loves. And God's very nature is is love. And he proved that when he sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. He put it into action. God did something with his love when he sent Jesus to die on the cross. And if we truly know him, like John says in verse number seven, we will also love one another with our actions. Verse 11, this is probably my favorite verse. John goes on to say, dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love one another. Church, can I give you, can I give you my take on God's love for us? And you, you've heard me say this before. Knowing that God sent Christ to die for me. Knowing that Christ died, Jesus died for no good, peace of nothing like me. If nothing else, that should motivate me to go share the love of Jesus Christ with the ones around me. Amen? That should, mo that should motivate me enough. If God never did anything else, I shared with them this morning, if he never did anything else for us, Man, that ought to be enough, knowing that the God of the universe, the creator of the universe, loved me enough to send Jesus to die in my place, a death that I deserved to die. That should motivate me enough to share my love with others. Can I ask you this morning, are you doing, what are you doing with the love that, that God has placed inside of you? It's not just about going to church, folks. It's not just about going to Sunday school, folks. It's not just about reading the Bible. Let me tell you why. I know, hey, I know some of y'all might not like that. But it's not just about reading the Bible, but it's about living out what's inside of it. We can read it all day long, but if there's no application behind it, then we're doing ourselves no good. Are you living out the love of God in your, your life? And I know many people in this church love me, not because they say it, but because they show me. I can honestly say, man, the last eight months or nine months, I've been here for, by myself. 
as pastoral staff, man, this church has poured out so much love towards me. It doesn't take much to show the love of Christ. And my prayer every day, Mr. Jeff, is that I can, in some type of way, whoever I come in contact with, whether it's my wife and just my kids, that I can pour out the love of Christ. Listen, Joe and Jesse, I I, I think I can speak for you. The reason you moved to Everett was to share the love of Jesus with the ones in Everett. Amen? And they're doing that. God has called us not to just love him, but to take that love he's given us and show it to, to others. I believe John tells us here that if we are believers in Christ, if we are believers in Christ, we will live out that love by our actions because God's love lives inside of us, which leads me to point number three this morning. God's love abides in us. God's love abides in us. So the third truth we find this morning that I want to I point out, I'm sure you could find more within the scripture, but the, the third point I want to I point out this morning in why we should love one another is God's love abides in, in us. Look at verse number 12. John says, no one has ever seen God, but if we know each other, I'm sorry, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in in us. John says God has given us his spirit. I'm reminded of a very, one of my favorite verses in the Bible or passages, John chapter 15. I want to say one of the last couple of times Joe came and preached, he, I think one time he preached this passage. John chapter 15, verse number five, Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Listen to this, apart from me, you can do nothing. You may ask this morning, well, what kind of fruit will we bear? <laughs> Not but three or four months ago, Brother Frankie preached in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. It said, but the fruit of the Spirit is, what's the first one? Love. But the fruit of the Spirit is, is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no, no law. John says, and God has given us his Spirit as proof that we live in him and he in, in us. Listen, if God is living in you this morning, you will produce fruit. Amen? Amen? You will produce fruit. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is love. So if you have trouble producing that this morning, I would ask that you check up on yourself because the Bible plainly tells us when he abides in us and us in him, listen, we will produce much fruit. And a part of that is loving one one another. Amen? He goes on to say in verse 14, he says, Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love. 
and all who live in love live in God. God lives in, in them. We see in our passage that, that God is love. God's very nature is love. We see that God's love was shown through sending Jesus Christ and God's love is not hidden. And we see that when we know God, God abides in us. Church, can I tell you that loving the lovable proves nothing? Amen? Loving the lovable proves nothing. Loving those who love is natural. Listen to this. But those who hate you, loving those who hate you is supernatural. Loving the lovable proves nothing. Loving those who love you is natural. But loving those that hate you and do you wrong is supernatural. It's not you, but it's something within you that still allows you to love that person. Do you know God this morning? John is telling us in our passage that we must love one another. And we do so because God's very nature is love. God proved his love to us by sending Christ. And if we truly know God, know God, not the head knowledge, but the heart knowledge of God, his love abides in us. Carson, I'm going to ask you to come and you play something real quick. I got some more, but I want him to come play just for a little bit. There's so much more, man. Brad and I sat down this week and, and we looked through this passage. And, man, there's so, I mean, you can really take this passage and break it into seven or eight weeks. So much in this passage. And I just tried to dig a little bit out this morning. I read something this week that stuck out to me that said, live out day by day who you are as those who are born of God. Know God and have experienced the love of God in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It said we are simply experiencing and enjoying who we are in Christ when we love one another. After all, God's seed is now in us and God's spirit is now in us. It said loving others is just what we do because the love that has rained down on us now fills us and we abide in him. Church, when we know him, when we know God, when we've truly experienced salvation through Jesus Christ and he abides in us, we can truly love one another no matter what. No matter what. Not this false idea of what the world says love is. Not that, you know, I love this person and hate this person. Or, or have you ever said, I've said it before, I love them, but I, I highly dislike them. Have you ever said that before? I know I ain't the only one. Y'all don't leave me hanging up here. I despise them, but I love them because God says I have to. No, 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 no. You love them because you have experienced what true love really is. I want to encourage you this morning to live your life every day in love for God and in love for one another.
go that extra mile. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Go the extra mile to show someone that you love them. Be who God has called you to be. We can do it. If you are a believer in Christ this morning, we can do it. Why? Because the God that lives in us is is love. And he abides in us. And as the singers, y'all come on up. Y'all come on up. I shared earlier in my message that the world, the society, finds every reason not to love people. Finds every reason. But John says, hear me out this morning. This Frankie John says that if you know God, if you know God, if you've experienced a relationship with Jesus Christ, that love that is in you is going to flow out of you. I hope every day that my wife and my kids, I know I'm not always the father and the husband that I need to be, but I pray at the end of the day, if nothing else, they can say, he loves God and he loves people. He loves God. I want to be known for somebody, not that preached a good sermon, not that played a guitar, not that was a youth pastor. I don't want to be known for those things. I want to be known for somebody that loved God with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul, and all my strength. And because of that, I went out and I shared that love with other people. When they walked past my casket, I sure hope they say, you know what? There was something different about him. Man, I won't be talking about this, but maybe even on my casket, say, he loved God and he loved people. That's what I want to be known for. All this other stuff don't matter. I want to be who God has called me to be. And God is love. So if that love abides in me, I want others to see that and feel that same love. Will you join me as I pray? God, first of all, God, I pray today that I pray today that you were glorified in everything that we have done in this place. God, I pray that, God, you, God, were honored in this place. God, as I shared, I know there's so many things that we could take out of our passage today, way more than what I talked about. God, but I pray we'll take the three things that we talked about and understanding and realizing, God, that you are, you are love. That's who you are. Your very nature is love. God, and you took that love and you put it into action and you sent Jesus to die in our place. 
God, and that same love abides in us. God, that same power abides in us. It's nothing that we have done, but it's everything that you have done for us. God, and I pray when we leave this place, God, we can be encouraged. God, to know that the God of love lives in us and to know that we can go out and we can put our love into action as well. Why? Because you abide in us. God, I pray in this place this morning. God, as John said in verse number seven, he said, those that love one another know God. They truly know God. They've experienced God. God, I pray this morning that, God, if there's somebody under the sound of my voice, God, that doesn't truly know you, God, that you will do a work in their lives. God, it's nothing I can do. It's nothing that nobody in this place can do, but it's only a work that your Holy Spirit can do in them. The only way a man comes is that the Holy Spirit draws him. God, so I pray in this place that if there's someone that's lost, God, you save their soul today. God, I pray if there's somebody in this place this morning that says, you know what? I know that I know that I know that God lives in me. But I can definitely go the extra mile in letting others know around me that I truly do love them. Not just in word, but in action. God, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. That's a prayer.